Welcome to Commercial Real Estate Investing. I'm Tim Diesel, and today we're going to talk about buying and selling apartment buildings. You can always go online, www.dieselcommercial.com, if you have any more questions or concerns or anything we can help you out with. Now, I understand this episode might sound a little uh, simplistic, but the reason I'm recording this is because I'm seeing a lot of excitement around the multifamily apartment sector. Um, unlike anything I've seen in quite a while. So many buyers right now are really not paying attention to the numbers and not investing very carefully, which uh, which is uh, a concern. So today I figured I would attempt to slow things down a bit and try to recalibrate your buying parameters. I will... Go over selling as well because I work with sellers also, so I definitely want to get them on the right track. Now, it's important to keep in mind that when we're investing, it's it's for cash flow, right? That's the reason why you're buying investment property to begin with. The number one reason to buy an apartment building or really an investment of any uh, kind is uh, because of the cash flows. Like, there's really no other... Uh, reason for it. Now there's appreciation, but that's really not the game you want to play. Um, now there's a lot of craze when an apartment building goes online and is presented to the marketplace. And keep in mind, this wasn't always the case. Now I have mentioned any asset class can go up or down. That's a fact. Uh, that's just the way it is. I'm getting a lot of questions lately from buyers. And they're saying, well, how could rents go down? What could go wrong? Now, while I agree people need housing and apartments are a commodity, people need places to live. Um, I bought my first apartment building in 2006. And I thought the same thing at the time. It's not that rents go down necessarily. Uh, It's... It's an issue of demand, and I want to share something with you. And this isn't, remember, this is not doom and gloom. You know, I I don't believe all that. You can make money in any market. This is strategic investing. We want to be cautious and careful. Um, We want to eliminate risk. We definitely want to be smart with what we're doing. But look at the financing in single-family homes right now. They've already started with the zero-down programs. Um, they have raised the debt-to-income limits. Well, they're not doing that in commercial loans. Debt coverage is still 1.25. Maybe in California, I've heard you can get uh, 1.05 or something. But in most areas of the country, it's 1.25. I mean, your property has to cash flow, right? That's really what it's about. The reason I want you to keep an eye on this is because I want you to put yourself in your tenant's shoes, your customer. If I'm a renter, I need first month deposit. In most cases, uh, you always need first month and deposit. Sometimes you need more than that, right? So if I can buy a home with zero down, convince the seller to pay for my closing cost, and rent is about the same price as my mortgage, and I actually own a home, it's easier for me to get into, well, why rent when I could own, right? 
that's kind of the issue here. Now, this might lead to apartment owners offering move-in specials or free month's rent or something along those lines. I recorded a YouTube video about apartment evaluation and the software that I use um, to evaluate those properties. So if you have time, definitely check that out. But going back to this for a second, the um, loans for single-family homes are becoming more and more attractive. So buyers, um, it's easier for them to qualify now. Now also keep in mind, most of the big banks are not the ones doing these loans. Um, not your uh, you know, Bank of America or your Citibank or those guys. It's these other banks that are not federally insured because they don't take deposits from customers. So just keep an eye on that. That's all I'm saying. It's just something to, you know, this is not bulletproof. Nothing is. Absolutely nothing. Um, now, if you've capitalized on your investment, um, maybe you're preparing to sell, maybe you want to get some of your chips on the table, uh, off the table, I'm sorry. You're currently in the driver's seat, but I would still be aware of what's happening. Um, I speak to a lot of sellers, oftentimes, a year or more before they want to sell their property, right? Because maybe they'll, they're planning for a 1031, um, maybe another investment, one of the partners wants to get out. It could be whatever. They're, it's very, it's not uncommon for them to talk to me today and they'll say, look, we're preparing for a sale next year. So that happens a lot. Um, sometimes I turn them down, unfortunately, because the numbers don't make sense uh, to another investor. And the easiest way we figure this out is if an investor was to put 20% down and they barely cover the debt or they're not, um, that's not very good. So if you're buying a property and you're putting 20% down and you're barely scraping by, you need to move on. Um, that's just that's just fact. Again, if you if you did buy at the right time, I would tell you, clean up your financials. Everybody start uh, tells me what they have to do to their property and fix this up. And what I mean by clean up your financials is go out, buy accounting software. It doesn't matter which one, QuickBooks, whatever it is, and go through all of your accounting since the time you've owned the property. I can tell you many times buyers ask for discounts because the books are they're in rough shape. It's not the property. It's the owner is stating one thing and they can't furnish the information to the buyer. Most cases, this scares the buyer off. Um, so definitely get your books in order. Get things um, ironed out. Maybe you did a lot of repairs, capital improvements, whatever it is. Get those receipts. Get it nice and neat. Get it in a nice, neat package because the buyer is going to be asking for that. Um, and it's... That's really the thing that scares them off. It's not the uh, condition of the property. They can usually live with that or they can fix it or whatever the case is. It's they don't want to overpay. Nobody wants to overpay. So if you can't justify uh, or furnish the information they're asking for, it's going to be a little tough. Now, the next step is to talk to a broker in your area and ask them what they think uh, this property will trade for. What's their opinion? Talk to a few of them. As I always say, talk to a few of them. Work with the one you like um, and take it from there. Come up with a plan. But 
Remember, the buyer of your property needs the cash flow or the bank won't approve the loan in most cases. So um, I hope that was helpful. All right, guys, I'm at Tim J. Diesel. If you need to reach out to me for any questions, check me out on YouTube because I cover a lot of different topics. Um, TimDiesel.com to download your free blueprint and create your plan. I hope this was helpful. Thank you and have a great week.